0: want to learn how to be an entrepreneur?
1: You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations, willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. We'll highlight opportunities for entrepreneurs in digital marketing, through interesting, practical, and thought provoking interviews and monologues. Increase your income and be your own boss by listening to The Entrepreneur Effect. Please welcome your host, a 25 year veteran in sales, management, and business development, Dush Ramachandran.
2: Welcome to Entrepreneur Effect. This is Dush Ramachandran, and our special guest today is David Hoffeld who is the CEO and Chief Sales Trainer for the Hoffel Group and the author of the new book, The Science of Selling. Welcome, David. Dush, it's great to be with you today. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you. So, uh, you know, I've been in uh, enterprise sales for a very long time longer than I would care to remember Um, and you know there have been any number of books that have been written on the topic there's a lot of ink that's been spilt around the topic of sales training and how you can sell better. Um, So to start us off tell us a little bit about how the science of selling is different from all of the other books that we've we've read and heard of.
3: It's a very important question, and what this book does is it literally focuses on science. Now, that term is used oftentimes very flippantly in the world of sales, but what I mean by science is literal scientific research. So looking at disciplines like social psychology, communication theory, cognitive psychology, social neuroscience, cognitive neuroscience, behavioral economics, and looking at the now- Thousands and thousands of scientific studies in these disciplines that reveal how our brains make choices and the factors that influence what we say, how we act, and what we decide to buy. And so we leverage this wealth of research as our foundation, and now we build strategies on top of it. And this really helps us align how we sell with how the brain is wired to be influenced and create
2: buying decisions. Okay, that's that's really interesting. So, all of the other books talk uh, in all of the other systems and books and all. They generally talk about a, a system. They usually give you a system which yeah. is summarized by a mnemonic of some kind, yes. um, and then you you work through the system, but. Uh, yours, uh, your book, as you've said, and as I've seen from uh, reviewing the book myself, uh, it's it's really interesting is that you talk about how a certain, uh, so for example, why people buy, mm-hmm. and then why people choose to buy buy from you, and then, you know, you talk about, Primary buying motivators, the dominant buying motives, uh, the buying requirements, the decision process, and so on. So you've broken it up into all of the constituent parts of each of these, um, each of these things. How did you, how did you come to this understanding of the science of selling? By literally reading the scientific
3: research. So for over the last decade, myself and my firm. Uh, we've developed a very strange hobby and that is we read academic journals because we when I stumbled on this many, many years ago, and this academic journal in social psychology at the time and I read an article and I saw how relevant it was for what I did as a sales professional every day and so I applied it and I applied it with the sales team that I was a uh, manager of at the time and I saw results and so I this really fanned the hunger for learning these science-based ideas because to your point, most sales methodologies are based on anecdotal evidence. It worked for me and it worked for some other people. Um, and I, I wanted something more evidence based, more concrete, more objective, more verifiably effective, and had more predictable outcomes. I didn't want to have a sales methodology that was based on faith. I wanted to know that it would actually work. I wanted real evidence, is, in short. And so that's what we did. We began to get into this research and that's where we start from we start from how do people buy not how should we sell and though a lot of people in sales will say of course you know, you focus on buying do you really and here's the litmus test how does the brain make a buying decision most of the time when that question is asked, most salespeople and sales leaders have no idea what to say. And I would suggest um, that's unfortunate because there's a wealth of scientific data that shows us exactly how our brains make choices, how they form buying decisions. And even more importantly, if you don't know how the brain makes a buying decision, how do you guide someone through their buying process? I mean, that's the goal of a salesperson. But if we don't know how that process occurs, how do we help someone do it? And the sad answer is... Uh, We don't, or not effectively. And so it's a radically different way to start. We start with how the brain buys, not best practices or how do I want to sell based on my own preferences.
2: Okay. Now, given that it is a scientific approach and that it is based on how buyers buy, um, do you feel like, I mean, obviously salespeople come in all kinds of... Uh, different shapes and sizes different backgrounds different motivations etc uh, they all have one thing in common in that they all want to sell um, and they want to sell effectively uh, do you feel like or have you, have you had experience with a variety of different salespeople, all of whom take this science of selling and apply it in their own uh, in their own fields and does it work for everyone
3: Yes, it works every single time, and here's why, and that's a bold statement, I understand. Uh, Let me explain. We have clients across the spectrum that have been utilizing this approach for years, and it works because it's not based on a unique sales environment. Now, certainly the application is going to vary depending on the type of sale you're in, but the basis is how does the brain make choices? Why do I look more favorably on one company, versus a competing one why do i choose one product or service versus a competing one what are those factors and so it's starting with again buying not selling and this is i believe and the evidence would suggest the root problem in sales we have some big issues a lot of the data shows that people almost half of all salespeople every year fail to meet their quota and many of the behaviors the most common ones we deploy in sales professionals as a whole Hinder the buying process they don 't help it, and so what 's going on there? Too much of the time we 're too seller focused where it 's all about how I want to sell, when we look for best practices from others just like us. In other words, we try to innovate by looking in the mirror and this approach is radically different it says let's look at what science has already proven here's the reality of how people how perception is created how the brain is influenced how it makes choices and we start with that and now we build specific strategies that are unique to your environment on top of that but we always have that scientific basis and this allows us to not only be effective but it also allows us to really understand and serve our customers because we're literally focusing everything On them,
2: so so. Would you then say, by extension, that this the science of selling concept would work uh, in selling to small businesses as well as to selling to large corporations, uh, selling consumer products versus selling, uh, you know, large industrial durables? Uh, It it obviously the science would apply uniformly across all of these. So would I would I be understanding that correctly?
3: Yes. So the way you would apply the science would shift depending on the type of sale. There's no doubt about it. But the undergird, the practice. So for example, when we look at engaging potential customers, we're going to say, what what scientific principle can we base our strategies on? So we don't guess our way to success. We say, where is some science that speaks to this? Now, I'm going to apply it in a very complex sale. I'm going to apply it a little differently than I would in a simple consumer sale. But I'm still leveraging that science. Why? Because that helps me Create predictable outcomes, and it allows me to be perfect uh, to be effective without trial and error, doing this endless trial and error, which will oftentimes will run you right out of business because lack of sales results doesn 't give you the the time to try a bunch of things out. so how do I be effective right away? What am I basing my strategies on, and so we say to your point. Absolutely. The science works because it's based on how our brains are wired. Now, the application of it, the art of it, will vary depending on the sales environment. Obviously, I'm going to engage a consumer in a little different way than I would a CEO of a Fortune 100 company. However, uh, the premise, the basis, is still grounded in this science. So this is the differentiator. So the application might shift depending on the environment, but the foundation does not and that, I believe, is a key component in effective selling.
2: Okay, that is that is truly interesting. We'll explore uh, more about this uh, as we as we continue our conversation. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with David Hoffelt. Stay tuned.
1: Stay tuned for more of the Entrepreneur Effect. When we return,
0: is your website hacked?
1: Visit fjorddigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's f j o r g e digital.com. Looking
3: for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen.
0: Do you have cold, hard cash burning a hole in your pocket? Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited. So contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm.
2: where affiliate marketing gets its buzz and mobile has its presence. Cranberry Radio, online, anytime at cranberry.fm.
1: You are experiencing the Entrepreneur Effect. Here's Dush Ramachandran.
2: And we're back. This is Dush Ramachandran uh, with Entrepreneur Effect. And our special guest today is David Hoffeld, Who's the CEO and chief sales trainer for the Hoffel Group and the author of the new book *The Science of Selling*? Um, so, David, that was a that was a really interesting uh, concept that you outlined just prior to the break, um, where you've looked at specifically how people buy rather than how to sell, which is a which is a very interesting and important distinction in that you've turned that whole definition upside down. Uh, most sales training books talk about how to sell rather than why people buy and how they buy and how you can how you can you know appeal to that particular brain motivation that causes people to buy so uh, it 's a really interesting uh, interesting different take on it um, so if I might take you back to where you started in sales. Um, how, describe your journey. How did you come to the point where you created your company, which is a, a sales training uh, company, and then you know you you wrote this book and studied the, um, the, the the motivations of buyers and so on. But where did you start? How did it how did it all come together?
3: I have been in sales for many years before I ever got into this science. Now, what helped me was I did, before I got in sales, I had a master's degree in communications, so I knew how to research, I knew how to think deeply, and as I got into sales, I became, I just fell in love with the profession. I loved selling, and so very quickly, I became a student of, you know, how, how can we sell, and so I learned from my managers, I began reading books, taking courses, and I quickly became the top salesperson at every company I've ever worked at, and then got promoted to be a manager, uh, director of sales, and then I was VP of sales for one of the fastest growing companies in the United States. And it was during this process that I stumbled on an academic journal, as I mentioned, and I ran it. And I saw an article that I thought was applicable to what I did every day. I leveraged it, and I got results, and I began to show those on my team, and they got results. And and then I began to just devour spending a ridiculous amount of time and money learning this science. And, and it was then I began to set, achieve such really impressive results that I said, well, I can't just keep this for me and the sales team. I got I to gotta share this because everyone in sales, once they learn about that there's a science that describes how people buy, why wouldn't you want to leverage this? And so in 2009, January of 2009, I launched my firm Huffell Group, and really the results have been uh, really astounding. I mean, people are just so hungry for this data-driven way of selling. It's so different, most people tell me, from what they've experienced in the past – And there's such a hunger for it. I mean, two weeks ago, I was at Harvard Business School teaching uh, two of the MBA classes on this science-based selling. And I was the first sales trainer that's been there in over a decade, I was told. And one of the reasons why, in fact, the reason why was because business school, if you don't have data, if you don't have evidence for what you're suggesting, you'll get eaten alive there. And so there's a hunger for this business professionals salespeople they want real strategies that'll really help them serve their customers and so I just I say there's never been a more exciting time to be in sales because of this explosion of scientific research and when you leverage this regardless of where you're starting at whether you're a great salesperson now or, or not anyone can improve because we've codified the behaviors that enable influence and that enable the buying decision to occur and when you align with how the brain buys you're instantly more effective.
2: Great. And so what, um, what industries were you uh, selling in yourself? I mean, you, you talked about the the sales team that you managed and you became VP of sales, et cetera. Uh, what type of industry was that?
3: I started out, my first sales job was in uh, B2C. So I was selling um, high-ticket items, one-call clothes. I was a stereotypical uh, high-pressure sales person um, early on in my career for the first two, two, two and a half years. And then I got into the B2B world, uh, selling to large companies, and at one point, one of the companies I worked for, we were selling training and then also selling software, and we had about 80% of the Fortune 500 companies were clients of mine. And so I really fell in love with the B2B world. So my start was in B2C, I understand that, and then I got into the long, complex sales, many decision makers, working different rungs of um, of a buying process, and really understanding how organizations make decisions we got into that and towards the latter stages of my career and that was really where i applied a lot of this research that we're talking about now in the b2b world we do have a few clients at my firm that are b2c but the vast majority are b2b they're selling in really complex hyper-competitive markets And that's where, when they leverage the science, it can really help them speed up sales cycles. That's one of the things I saw early. You know, if you have a nine-month sales cycle, getting that down to six or seven months is a big deal. The the longer it takes a sale to occur, the less likely it is that it will. We call that in the book sales time, I refer to it as. So how do I speed that up? There's some really powerful things you can do. And how do I get people through that buying process? How do I I differentiate from my competitors? Because right now, we're in up, product or service parity. There's so many people doing, for most of our clients and most of the people I talk to, there's, there's a lot of competitors that do things very similar to them. So how do you differentiate? And this is one of the ways we've been helping clients dominate and not compete by how they sell. Not just what they sell, but how. How do you guide people through this buying process and enable them to make a confident buying decision? Doing that will significantly differentiate you from your competitors because one of the One of the most uh, pleasant things I found early in my application of this research many years ago was that people like buying this way. And the reason why is it's how their brains are wired to buy. It feels
2: good. Right. And when people feel good, when people feel like they're buying the way they want to buy, they feel like the decision was theirs and it wasn't forced upon them. That makes it a much more natural sell the sale is likely to stick. Uh, You're less likely to have buyer's remorse and all of those other things where, you know, three days later, the person comes back and says, you know, I was kind of pressured into this. I didn't quite feel like buying this, um, but I don't need it anymore. I thought about it. I talked to my wife. I really don't need it. Uh, That sort of thing comes uh, as a result of high-pressure sales where uh, you're going against the person's Inbuilt resistance, yeah. uh, but but the when you when you adopt the science that you're talking about, then the sale occurs now exactly what the buyer wants, and so you've tapped into that. Uh, have you found that uh, to be true? That's very well said, and you're exactly right.
3: It's, it's the way the brain naturally creates a buying decision, and you're spot on. The closer your way of selling, and this is really success or failure in sales, the closer your way of selling is aligned with how the brain buys, the more effective you'll be. The further away your way of selling is, the less effective you'll be. So the foundational question is... How does the brain construct the buying decision? And so this, I believe, is, is absolutely mission critical. Here's one of the reasons why. There was a study published in the Harvard Business Review a few years back where they looked at 800 real salespeople on real sales calls. And they analyzed their behavior, and they found that 63% of the salespeople regularly behaved in ways that drove down the likelihood of the sale. Only 37% were consistently effective. Now, that should make everyone in sales cringe, but what makes someone consistently effective and what makes someone uh, behave in ways that hinder the sale? And the answer is the way they're selling isn't aligned with how people form buying decisions, or does it contradict it? And the sad reality is, and we talk about this in the book, the unfortunate truth is that many of the most commonly taught sales behaviors are not helping you make the sale. They're hindering it. You're selling in spite of them, not because of them. And so when we align how we sell with this science, it shows us what is objectively true. And we don't have to guess our way to success. We now can leverage this data, and it makes us so much more successful.
2: That sounds great so this is this is really fascinating stuff now as you 've as you 've gone through the process of your own sales career and um, you know studying the science behind this and then creating this book um, you've you 've gathered a wealth of knowledge uh, not just from your own personal experience but from also the enormous amount of study you 've done mm-hmm. so if you if you ran into Um, say the 18-year-old David Hoffeld, um, (laughs) your younger self, Mm -hmm. today, what advice would you give him?
3: Uh, Number one, uh, that was a number of years ago. I was 18, but uh, I I would tell him, number one, that this exists. Um, Early in my career and throughout a lot of it, um, I lost a lot of sales. Now, I was always good at selling, so that – but – and looking back on it and applying this science if I could go back in time and give myself this from day one, I would have been so much more successful. So a lot of what I was doing was right, but there were some big things I was doing that was wrong, and I didn't realize it was wrong because I was successful. So how much more successful would I have been? I would tell myself, number one, that there is a science to this, to look to the research, to look to science, and um, there's just a wealth of data that can help you not only in selling, but as you make decisions as a business leader, or in your personal life as you hire salespeople, uh, there's a science to that. What what are predictive behaviors or qualities of heightened levels of sales results? So there's all this wealth of research. I wish I could have gotten to it earlier. I wish it wouldn't have been 12 years ago. I wish it could have been when I was 18, because had I thrown myself into it now, I believe this is the tip of the iceberg. I think the more. Um, you know, smart people in sales and marketing start looking to science. The more innovation we can have, and there's so many great things in store for us. So I wish I could have got a jump start and been able to to apply this. You know, even before I started selling, to learn about it, understand it, and and delve into it. And so I think that would have, boy, just um. Boy, it just literally would have helped me. I think that was one of the things I would say. And the second thing I would remind myself is that to be successful in anything, including sales, it's hard work and it's sacrifice. And you have to go into that understanding that success does not come easy for everybody. It requires an intense amount of work. So what are you willing to say no to to become successful? Uh, I believe we're in a hyper-competitive marketplace. And if you want to achieve heightened levels of success in business or sales, you have to be not only committed, you have have to be willing to sacrifice you have to be willing to learn and it's hard to be successful but i would remind myself of that to say throw yourself in jump into the deep end of the pool and because it's worth it when you come out the other side it's worth it
2: sounds great so let's take a short break when we come back we'll have our final segment in our conversation with david Hoffelt. stay tuned stay tuned for more of the entrepreneur effect
1: when we return
3: Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to ebrandswithaz.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's ebrands with a z for
2: ebrands.
1: Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Browse through our complete library of programs at cranberry.fm or on demand through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker. And Google Play. Don't worry, you can still access all of our great webmaster radio.fm programs at cranberry.fm. Refresh your bookmarks today to cranberry radio at cranberry.fm.
2: Money doesn't grow on trees. So you'll probably have a better chance of growing your business with cranberries. What? Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm.
1: You are experiencing the Entrepreneur Effect. Here's Dush Ramachandran.
2: And we're back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. Um, our guest today is David Hoffeld, the CEO and Chief Sales Trainer for the Hoffeld Group and the author of the new book, The Science of Selling. So, um, David, that was, that was a really fascinating discussion about the science of behind why people buy and uh, how buying decisions get made um, and how you can be phenomenally successful by selling in a way that corresponds with the way people buy, which feels natural and which feels entirely appropriate. So that's great. Um, so tell us, you know, this, the final segment is fairly short. Um, what are you most excited about looking at the future?
3: Mm. I, I'm very optimistic about sales. I think we have uh, the profession is on the way into some new heights. I think our best days are in front of us for a couple reasons. There's so much new technology being put into sales. I think it's phenomenal. I'm all for it. I think a lot of these tools are just wonderful. However, I think the bigger question still is how do we leverage them effectively? And I think the science shows us that because in the end of the day, we're still dealing with people. So I think the more we can look to science to understand the why behind buying decisions, it'll help us engage people more effectively utilize this new influx of technology that's coming to the world of sales more effectively i think it's the foundation for literally everything we do and so i am really excited to see how people are embracing these ideas and understand how practical they are i think one thing uh, about our book is it's so practical it's not a textbook it's not a journal uh... it's something you can read and as soon as you put it down you can use these ideas in the real world right away and so it's, it's going to help us better serve our customers. So I'm very optimistic about the profession of selling.
2: Excellent. And so I'm sure uh, a lot of our listeners are anxious to get their hands on uh, the book. And it's already on sale, I take it? It is. It came out November 15th.
3: It is on sale on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Um, anywhere fine books are sold, you can pick up your copy of The Science of Selling.
2: Excellent. The Science of Selling by David Hoffeld. So, check it out. This is one of the most promising new books on the the whole sales training idea. It's a completely different approach, which I think is going to be truly exciting. So, um, David, do you have any... um, Any bits of advice for uh, folks that might be listening who are just embarking on a sales career, or somebody that may be uh, contemplating a switch into a sales uh, career? Uh, Any any suggestions that of the things that they ought to watch out for, or the things they they should be paying attention to?
3: Yes, one of the things. Predicts literally heightened levels of sales results or success in almost any profession as well. We talk about in the book, it's what's called a growth mindset. And this is the belief system that says, my skills, my, my, um, my abilities in sales are like a muscle that must be continually developed. So I would tell people, great salespeople are not born, they are literally made, and some people have heightened levels of natural ability, but it doesn't matter because someone that will work hard and get educated is who becomes a high performer. And so I would encourage everyone, get educated, learn about your craft, better yourself every single day. How do I get to that next level? And if you do that, um, there's never been a more exciting time to be in sales, as I
2: mentioned. So you're, you're in for a great, very rewarding career. Fantastic. And with that, uh... David, thank you for taking the time to spend with us. The Science of Selling by David Hoffel. Check it out wherever books are sold—Amazon, uh, Barnes & Noble, uh, and anywhere else. So this is this is awesome. Thank you, David, for taking the time to spend oh, with us. Thank you so much. It's been fun. Pleasure.